It's hey, time Rob. to it, it's time to torture Patrick in English again. <laughs> Hello, our dear audience. So, oh shoot! Oh, sorry, this was loud. My bad. My bad. Um, so, our 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 theme today, and I think I'm going to touch on everybody's heart in Canada by 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 starting with um, uh, what what was exactly the the title? How did you say the the moral deterioration? Hollywood strike. And the moral rot of our society. Okay, so I'm gonna start with the moral rot of our society. And in Canada, and, and you might not know this, Patrick, but I'm gonna teach you this name. Maybe you've heard of him, maybe you haven't. Um, Sam Smith. Ever heard of him? Singer, artist. Singer, yeah. Yeah, uh, found in Canadian Idol, I believe. Mm -hmm. Used to be like a nice, neat looking fella making nice songs, ending up being semi-naked in a banana hammock, wearing uh, a, a, I want to say, devil outfit, stripping his semi-fat body on stage, singing about, you know, his new songs, which are basically just a, a deterioration from the the nice person image that got him selected on an idol where mm -hmm. he looked like a normal human being to be in a they them devil dressed son of a bitch on stage. Sorry to say it that way because I don't know how else to say it. But that to me is the like, that's the epicenter of this discussion where originally you found your fame through a show And the general public accepted you for that nice person and became a follower. And now to increase and keep yourself in the moment, in the news, you are starting to tread down this path. And I think that is kind of sort of that moral rot that you, you were talking about with Hollywood that I see in just about the entire entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there was also, uh, uh, um, and then, then to touch on this, um, because because we're we we are going to talk about it, where believably we're thinking that's coming from, and and to that degree, I also want to point to, for example, OnlyFans, one of my um, favorite websites. So the Sam Smith fact is completely new for me because I know him. I yes, know his music, but I didn't follow his change from like everybody's darling on, on, on to to this bad boy weird ass image. But if you look him up, you will find that very apparently because it's being discussed in the news. Now, whether or not whether or not that's a gimmick to stay, you know, to stay relevant mm -hmm. or to expand your 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 fellowship or or your your consumer base. That's the one thing I don't know. But to me, it seems like he is adopting this as his actual personality, whether or not it's gaining him traction on a viewer basis or not. Because originally, he was more the, like, you know, the Christian showboy, right? Yeah. And, and now it's that. So obviously, you're going to lose a lot of supporters as well. 
but where I was going to go with um, uh, uh, insane OnlyFans for you. Oh, yeah, you must be seeing some pictures right now when I'm looking <laughs> at your eyes moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? It's, it's pretty gnarly. And especially that it's a person like him switching into that. Like, when you gave me this as a topic, that's, that's what immediately jumped to my mind as a person that basically shows this. And I mean, also, look at, look at for example, Cardi B, right? Cardi B was a stripper and a whore. I'm, I'm sorry to say it that way, but it's fact. It's truth. And now she's an idol for 15-year-olds. Well, I mean, what are the implications of that? Obviously, society's going to start. But never judge someone about because of his past. So if, if you're changing, okay. you're evolving. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say it that way, but yeah, okay, sure. Don't judge a, don't judge a book by its cover. That's how the saying goes in, 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 yeah. in English. But um, there is merit to this. If you're a fuck up once, you're most likely going to be a fuck up for a long time. There's very few people that actually turn themselves around and do it properly. So when, when I'm hearing a Cardi B rapping about fuck this nigger and, you know, uh, 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 get your shit together, girl, and, and bang as many dudes as you can and don't, don't bother about your relationship and this and that. Uh, uh, or, or the same thing with like uh, listening to a Beyonce. All the single ladies, all the single ladies, you know, <laughs> whatever. Screw this guy, get another one. Like, I mean, like, you you're you're saying there's a rot in society. Well, I mean, like, my I I just have the example OnlyFans, right? OnlyFans was mm -hmm. established in 2015, okay, with an average user base of two million users a year back then, netting the company somewhere around the like I think it was like twenty or twenty something million dollar mark, whatever. Shitty company, shitty thing. COVID what do we have hit. Now? COVID hits, now it's a 2.89 billion in revenue. B with a billion. Okay? That's a thousand million. Why? Because that company is now your pornographic fucking distribution system for the entirety of the world with very little checks and, and you, balances you, you, in you place. You pay their like, subscriptions monthly, Correct. weekly you, you or can, something? You know, you can go on that website and do whatever the hell content you like. I don't think there are very few or there are very, very little rules in terms of like what you're allowed to show and what you're not allowed to so show. So no snuff videos, torture or something. Yeah, I, I, I think like the physical harm part is the only thing that's legally not permitted on that site. Okay. And then I think it was in... Um, so, so their revenue model really spiked during COVID. Obviously, there's very little to do and people start getting creative. Sure. Uh, and at first, at first, it was a lot of content creators, like making music videos, showing how to build something and this and that. And then the sex worker industry entered that. Okay. And when that happened, the, the revenue jumped, what was it? 20 something fold? Yeah, from, from 20 million in transaction increased sevenfold to 2.36 billion in from 2016 to 2019, most of which is attributed to pornographic activity. And then there was that big article about what? huh? Did you how how much revenue? Uh, yeah, to pornographic 
like 70 or 80 percent of the platform's activity 70 or 80 percent yeah it, it, it that's an estimate because only fans itself refuse to disclose the 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 level of activity on that site mm-hmm. with respect to pornographic and they don't have to until there is a public hearing where they are forced to disclose it right that's company secret but to me there's a couple of problems with that especially with the fact that the number one thing when they said is uh, it was on August 19th, 2020 or 2021. I'm not sure which year it was. They announced that they were going to ban all pornographic activity on the company site. And not six days later, they made a full 180, probably when their accounting fucking people told them, hey, by the way, if we're banning this, we're basically (laughs) causing the bankruptcy of our company. So, you know... Yeah, and 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 ultimately <laughs> the request to ban this or to reduce it, believe it or not, that came actually from banks willing or wanting to refuse the transactions and paying those sex workers out because they deemed it as an illegal activity. So where I'm going with this is why is society rotting? Well, to me, to me, is strictly to the fact like we are you and I we're we're our mid thirties now right? Think about our parents. Yes. Yeah. So think about our parents' generation. Okay. What access to things that that I want to say quote unquote morally rot society? And I want to say what morally rots society is promiscuity. You know what promiscuity means, right? Uh one it's one part of our rotten society in my fremdgehen yeah. uh rumficken in anführungsstrichen oh no, no, is, now it's changing is... to german well well i'm just giving you the just just so you really so know what what the vocabulary this, means this right? episode gets a little mark explicit content Yeah, pro- mo- most certainly, yeah, because I already said so many words that are technically not allowed. Like, it's going to continue that way, though. But, so think about it, right? Our parents, what access, for example, did they have to drugs, number one, and porno- pornography, number two? Depends whether we're living. Like, in GDR, was not that easy. Right. Okay, alcohol, yeah. alcohol was quite easy. If okay. You count this to drugs. I, I want to say I want to say disregard whether or not you're East or West Germany. I'm just saying at the time frame itself, right? Yeah. Okay. Your it only, was, it's much more only today. way to get access to to drugs and pornography. Drugs would have been very difficult back in the day because the the, the general drug trade globally was not as developed as it is now. Yep due to global trade obviously and then when it comes to pornography your only access really was via vhs or magazines right now now any kid that knows how to use a browser can type in pornhub and see shit that really gonna mess with their mind and their personal development and there are no parental controls what so ever uh there are like, okay my, right my, there are family listen, security sure but 
but, but I, as a five-year-old, can walk to a goddamn library with a public access to a computer or or, oh, they are or phones and they are shit. Yeah, they are you'd be surprised what I've seen what, in the freaking libraries here already. <laughs> what I wanted to say is the like the Apple family security things and also right, the right. Microsoft family uh, secure or safety, what it is called. We have this for for my step son so right makes sense it depends on which browser he's using so right. i can check his browser history if he's yeah. using edge right if he's using firefox or mm -hmm. chrome or something i'm not able to check it mm -hmm. and i'm also not get a warning if he's entering sites which are bit problematic right so but this sucks a bit so it's difficult I, right and and they know it mm -hmm. because absolutely his, his friends told him don't use that browser use that browser like opera or something and, else. and of course right. man they're growing they're up smart, they're like, becoming they're smarter smart. than us when it comes to this shit yeah and way smarter yes, than us no we were the same kind of course we were I mean, we anybody play, now it's a, oh, We wanted yeah. to play shooter games mm -hmm. 20 years ago. We Where figured we out go? a way. We went to the freaking internet cafe. Internet cafe. And that 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 guy should have actually not allowed us to are do it. Are you 16 or 18? No. Well, of course. Oh, okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah, just pay me, my, pay me my money. Yeah. Life is good. Exactly. And that's where, well, but maybe... now it's much more easier. It's exactly like 500% easier to, to get access to like all the not yeah. so funky stuff right and yeah. and to me to me that's the core fundamental problem then you look at for example hollywood right and 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 remember back epstein harvey weinstein and all that fucking sex trafficking and 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 casting couch and you name it the practices that are going on over there are just the same and 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 to me and I, and I mean, like, this is a little bit conspiratory right now, me saying this, but to me, when you are taking a population and you are removing their sense of shame and dignity, it makes that population much easier to control. Mm -hmm. And to me, to me, it is a willful experiment, as far as I'm concerned, in the Western world, to expose in the democracies to expose people to these things and allow these kind this kind of content like to me like a lot of things that are on tv now were not on tv when we were younger and there were explicit things that were forbidden to be oh, yeah, on like, tv like call someone asshole yeah like was curse words out? yeah like and that is all or not beeped anymore shit. yeah like it, 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 the vernacular, the vocabulary, it's changing, and 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 all of it is becoming more common ground to the point now where we're. Okay, being it's asked, not all bad. It's not all bad. No, of course it's not all bad. But where I, where I'm trying to go with this is, you know, back in the day, a hundred years ago, societies were much more religious, and whether or not that's a good thing. Is not up for debate. However, what I want to say is that there is a sense of 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 
of dignity and a sense of moral code that's being taught to people that practice or exercise religions. And that kind of moral code and guideline, I'm not saying most of this is good because I disagree with a lot of religions as well. However, is a fundamental principle that keeps society together. And what I'm seeing now is as people become, at least in the Western world, as people become less and less religious, their traditional mindset and views are going and it's making way for that moral and societal degradation. For example, but easy example, right? Uh, um, Respect thy neighbor, love thy neighbor, a, a Christian tenant. Yeah, fuck. Most people here nowadays don't even know their neighbor anymore, much less want to talk to them, much less try to support them. But don't you think that things like Sam Smith is doing? Yes. Is some kind of artistic freedom? No. To cross, to cross borders, to push the society further into a positive direction to okay then to i have tricked in your mindset right Just be open-minded okay. and this is the kind of artistic freedom they need and it was always like this you have those yeah way out there yeah sure doing sculptures with a penis down there was oh my gosh Right. Okay. What he's doing. So this is artistic freedom to do this, and they all always thought it was like, yeah. Okay. The, then the moral code is broken. We are always is going it, to hell. Is so, it and now artistic is just... freedom? Hold on. Is it artistic freedom to shake your genitals in front of a fourteen and fifteen year old? That, that's the question. I don't think. Do that's... you think? Do, do you think it's necessary to cross borders more heavy than 100 or 150, 500 years ago? No, not in our society. In, fa in fact, in fact, because of the availability of information, of this content, etc., we should actually become a stricter society protecting those that are most severely influenced by this. And the people that are most severely influenced by this are people that are not adults yet, that haven't hit the real world. I'm with and you. I'm, yeah, and, 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 and to be honest, on my end, on my end, as far as I'm concerned, all this shit should be banned because it is... It, it, what we're witnessing right now in terms of the Western world, as far as I'm concerned, rotting, and I'm agreeing with you because I don't see, like I've been to Southeast, I've been to Southern America, I've been uh, 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 to Middle Eastern countries, I've been to Northern Africa. Like there are values and traditions that, that other places, and especially I want to say Asian cultures and, and Muslim cultures, Uh, and I see it also in Africa. They're like, no, we don't want to accept this. No, we don't want this influx. And we want to maintain our traditions. And you have the Western world pushing them, being like, no, you have to accept this. And to me, that's the, that's the part where I'm like, yeah, 
no, that's where I can't agree with what is happening in our society. And, and, and at the same rate to say, you know, maybe this is also coming from the fact that we're saying to children, yeah, I don't care how old you are, but you're allowed to make a decision. No, you're not. You don't have the broad spectrum of understanding of the scope of the world to make your own decisions when it comes to certain things. Just simply no. And, and, and to me, when we're, when we're allowing society to make so many free choices, like, I'm sorry, humans are dumb, okay? Humanity is fucking <laughs> retarded in so many ways. And there needs to be certain amounts of oversight that regulate people's behavior. And all I'm seeing, and, and, and for example, I'm seeing this very much so in the United States as a real big example, where they're legalizing everything. They're not wanting to punish people anymore. They're, they're not pursuing theft and minor assaults and all this shit no more. And you, what you see is society going to absolute shit. Okay, so we both agree that we don't need religious things for that. No, I, I, no. But we need some kind of new mindset. Moral to, codes, new ethics. Yeah, a new mindset to teach moral codes. Correct. So with the open-minded way we've come so far, mm -hmm. okay, except the whole LGBTQIA+. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm sorry for getting this probably wrong. So, but how should this be? You know, the topic is Hollywood on strike. Society right. is morally rotten. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to Hollywood on strike. Right. What do we see there? We see actors and writers going on strike. Mm -hmm. At first, the uh, writers were on strike, correct? Like one or mm -hmm. two months. And I see headlines like that the uh, CEO of Disney mm -hmm. is earning 400 to 800 times more than the lowest paid employee. Right. This is, this is moral <clears throat> rotten as hell because okay, well, like okay, earning so, so, 20, 27 million a year. Oh, by his contract. So his first salary is 1 million. Yeah. So, so you have to be, you have to be very careful when, when you're reading these articles and, and there's one thing I don't like. Okay. When upper management gets hired in these companies, typically these people do not get those salaries and these amount that people are fucking yelling about no, because no, no. what they do get is stock options and they make their money off of stock options and prices appreciating and fall. What, Great. what I want to say is his salary is 1 million a year, Correct. Yeah. but his bonuses yes. makes out of that 27. So, so again, again, so they're, they're, bonuses are not paid in cash. Okay. They are stock options. So what essentially what the company is doing when they're doing this, number one, they're diluting their own price by issuing more shares to those individuals. So overall, in fact, actually, it's kind of rotten to the core because what they're doing is, is they're depreciating the share value of their other investors. So that, to me, is a bit of a crooked activity, right? Number two, um, 
they do have to pay taxes eventually when they do a, a transfer or, or um, a sale of set share values. Now, it is true that it's fucked up when you're looking at the pay disparity be- between like, you know, a, a Disney World Park employee to... What, what, I, what actually I wanted to say, um, if you're earning as a writer $32,000 yeah. a year. Oh, really? $32,000? <laughs> the numbers are like thirty-two to sixty thousand. That's dog shit. So thirty-two. Let's get with the thirty-two thousand. Yeah. When your uh, health insurance costs four hundred to a thousand dollars, if if you have a family per month. Mm. And it's not yeah. the system we do have here in, in Germany. No, yeah, that so, that whole but, system but, but already but is so messed but up. But it's all, it's comparable, because if I see what it costs, if I would pay my health insurance when I go over to Toronto, I can pay by myself my health insurance in Germany, and it's like eight hundred euro per month. Mm-hmm. So that's comparable. But if if I'm earning a year, $32,000, if I'm a writer, and they want to replace me with AI. And right now, I'm not actually able to pay my uh, health insurance. Mm. That's heavy shit. Well, I mean, that, that, that generally speaking is a, is a, is a problem of society with respect to wage distribution. Um, there's really two, only two outcomes when you're looking at, for example, Hollywood, I see Hollywood as a legacy media. That's not going to survive, uh, uh, what new content creation looks like. New content creation mm-hmm. looks like YouTube, TikTok, etc. blah, blah, blah where people are going to become their own creators. And what you're seeing, I think, with respect to Hollywood, is an industry on its deathbed. Because uh, 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 with their experiments with the Little Mermaid, making her black and, and changing original shit, great, you're trying to be all-inclusive. That ain't going to get you nowhere because of the very simple fact of how and what you're marketing and the cost associated when somebody can simply go over to YouTube or like we said, only fans and, and get his own content out. And yeah, ultimately I think like content creators any series or hmm? movie, you, you well, any movies on only fans or series. Well, no, but you are getting the same sort of activity on Amazon Prime. You're getting the same sort of activity on Netflix. Those are becoming the other content creators that are not what I consider legacy media. And their writers are on strike. I've, I've thought it's the Hollywood writers. All, of them. Oh, all the writers are on strike. Well, uh, again, now, uh, I think one or two uh, writer skills are not on strike okay. because they managed to do it in June and, and argued with Hollywood and all the the big companies. Well, I mean, so that's... But the issue is in, on Netflix. Netflix, by the way, is not publishing any numbers they're making. Yeah. Right. If you're a shareholder, and I'm quoting Sean Gunn right now, would yeah. you be lucky or happy if they are not publishing their numbers? You're a shareholder. No. You want to know what the company 
as a shareholder, actually, as a shareholder, you have a right to see the financial statements because you are allowed to verify if the dividend that is paid to you is actually equivalent to the company earnings and what and you should be receiving. Disney is doing right now not really well. Yeah, of I'm course. using Disney no, Plus like, every day because I'm, well, I'm yeah, watching well, yeah, the Simpsons, of course, right? But, but, well, I mean, like Disney Plus is not doing well. I've, I've wrote an article when I was in my business school about, about the parks itself and how they suffered during COVID and that they're most likely all going to go bankrupt and shit. Yeah, it's, it, it's not about Disney and the parks. It's like Netflix. It's about Netflix, Disney, Amazon Prime. And all the latest Hollywood blockbusters, including DC, Marvel, things... Mm. They're not doing really good. Well, obviously, they're not doing really good because it's very simple. Um, Hollywood itself is an entertaining industry. And when you're going into a, a global recession or depression, I'm not sure which one it's going to be. But the first thing that people cut is their variable spending. Well, guess what? That's a Netflix subscription. That's a Disney Plus subscription. That might even be TV services. I'm talking to my employees and I'm hearing uh, their the, pain. The, the cinema <clears throat> movies are not doing good. Yeah, because why go All to... All of them. Why, yeah, because here's the thing. Why would I go to a movie theater watching content that is changing to the point where I don't personally agree with it anymore? Then add to the fact that you know, uh, uh, the movie ticket costs you 20 bucks a head. And then add to the fact that if you want to buy food at the movie theater, you're paying another 20 to 30 bucks a head. So if you go as a party of three or four to a movie theater, what used to cost us, you and me back in the day, like maybe five to 10 Deutsche yeah, Mark, like, uh, right? Like eight euro. Yeah, something like that is now a fucking 20, uh, 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 sorry, a 30 to $50 exercise per person. So why would I go and do that when I can when I can sit at home and I can rent myself the same movie for a quarter of the price and watch it at the comfort of my home? Have a smoke have like and drink a beer. Nine point something. Oh, what is yeah. that? Oh, whatever. Cool. But I don't need to sit with another five hundred people in a movie theater and smell them or listen to them. <laughs> no, seriously. That like yeah. you know, like so 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 what you're maybe seeing. Is, is, is also just, like I said, it's the deathbed of, of a legacy media. We're in the fourth industrial revolution. And, and quite frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if fucking the whole film industry is get replaced by AIs and actors. Yeah, actors are still going to be actors unless you have robots that look like humans. Um, but you can pretty much CGI everything anyways nowadays. So fuck. And you um, can't tell the difference. One of the... Uh, I have a quote here. From Duncan Crabtree Ireland is yeah. the SAG AFTRA chief negotiator yeah. right now. And he said, they proposed that our background performers should be able to be scanned, paid for one day's pay, and their company should own that scan, their image, their likeness, and should be able to use it for the rest of eternity in any project they want with so, no consent and no compensation. Have you seen the have you seen the latest one of the latest episodes of Black Mirror where where the woman is like Unfortunately not now. Okay, so so there is an episode where a, a a woman, right? And she works for like 
quote unquote Netflix, but it's not called Netflix because it's a Black Mirror episode, obviously. But she works for essentially what is Netflix in that episode. She fires a lady and then she goes home and sees an episode about herself firing that person. Okay. <laughs> and, and she becomes basically like a, a martyr for, for, for the public. Right. But- and, 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 and she didn't film any of it, but her lawyer in that episode said, uh, well, you know, there's nothing I can do. You signed the, you signed the, uh, uh, consumer agreement at the beginning when you signed your, when you signed yeah. your contract here and they have the rights and to your likeness and use um, it however way, however, which way they see fit. What I, what I find pretty interesting is that like top actors like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Sean Gunn. Yeah. yeah. All the big paid right. actors are joining these strikes right now. So this is some kind of not moral rotten because there's a lot of morality in them for the writers and the low paid actors. Right. right. So if I see like what was it? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. started in the first Iron Man with five hundred thousand dollars payment. Yeah, the and how much did the film net? The, the last one. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's Endgame was like twenty million, twenty-five million. Some, yeah, yeah. So because he has some uh, stakes, bigger followers, yeah, all this. Mm-hmm. But the jump from five hundred thousand mm-hmm. and Robert Downey Jr. was. Hollywood suspended with this yeah the bad boy yeah, 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 yeah. public this. image was so. shit yeah yeah and he started doing Wing Chun mm-hmm. oh really the martial nice. art yeah. like yeah. I ah, like but... yours truly right there <laughs> yeah 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 I feel him I feel him all yeah. all the time you you can see it in Sherlock Holmes like, mm. I think the first part yeah so, yeah but true I, I kind of noticed that actually five hundred k to twenty yeah. Or 25 million right. per film. Mm-hmm. And they're joining these strikes. So there is still moral and good behavior in those people. Is it though? And I do think so. I hope. I, 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 to be honest, I, I tend to disagree because the actors being on strike, to me, that's a self-serving thing. What they're gunning for, and, and the way I understand some of this, is they're upset when a movie company, for example, right? Like they have a, let's say they have a, a $500 million budget to make a crazy film, right? Mm-hmm. And they pay the actors, whatever, 20 million for the leads, blah, blah, blah. Got three, four leads. You still, the actors are getting paid, let's say out of that budget of 500 million, the actors are getting paid probably 20% of that budget, okay? But what they're complaining about and why I'm saying I don't think it's morally right that they're joining with those numbers because what they're what they want is a higher percentage of the payout of the movie net. But at the at the same rate, I always have to come back to um, I understand where management is coming from when they're saying we're not going to pay you out more than this or no, we've got to keep this low. Like, to be, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but the problem that you're seeing is that most of those companies are not 
privately held anymore. When they were privately held, when Hollywood started out originally in the early, oh God, 20s, mm-hmm. 1910, 1920, right? Uh, yep. Somewhere around that. Most of those studios were privately owned, okay? And when they were privately owned, interests were different. A, they had they had a lot less funding, right? And B, it was much, much harder for them to get the actors and get them to perform. So what you have now is, now these companies are all publicly traded. So any good CEO will act in the interest of the shareholders. The shareholders. And that is their primary and utmost priority. Whether or not we as a public like it or think that that's rotten, as a business owner uh, um, or, or high up in a, in a business, I'm going to tell you, I do the same thing. I prioritize the revenue to the company yeah, first, but, right? But, so they're in the need to do good movies. Right. So the issue is that in the past, a lot of the... Uh, high budget movies like 150 million 100 million 200 million yeah made on made in the box office mm. less than the budget right so a lot of times yeah that's correct then the ceo is actually doing completely wrong correct and they're still getting like 20 million a year well they didn't used to back then that's so, the whole and that, that's that's and, where I'm trying to go, right? Yeah, Back but, in the day they didn't get those bonuses. So and the actors like Donnie Jr., Sean Gunn, they're joining the strike because they're afraid that the writers are getting replaced by AI. And there's no creativity in AI. We had the AI episode earlier i so mean there's no okay so, getting... so I, I i'd be careful with that there's no creativity yet yeah yeah because yet. how but this is built is not allowing for creativity all the however serious and movies are made over the year and well by low-paid writers right they they can't afford their health insurance yeah and working their ass off. Right. But so there's a all factory. This is going okay. to die because we are all switching right. to OnlyFans and TikTok. Yeah. So it is. Netflix, Disney is dying. Yeah. Well, I mean, Which like, look, the, the whole the, the whole entertainment <laughs> company is changing. The whole right entertainment now. industry and is we're, changing. We are and there's not, nothing you can do. We're about not it. getting along with the changing moral cones behind that correct because, because we are, we, i we mean are switching like, into some okay well let's look at this actual whatever yeah yeah well i mean like okay let's look at let's look at history okay we're talking about establishment of morals and ethics okay mm-hmm. prior to world war one there was no geneva convention well in the aftermath of the war they looked at it and were like well this was pretty fucked up Let's come up with rules so that that doesn't happen again, right? So I think what we're seeing right now is, yeah, um, you know, internet started late 90s. It's been 20 years now, 
a comfortable 20, 25 years of the internet actively changing society. I think it will take another 10 to 15 years before there's an actual movement to really um, legislate and control the kind of content that is being generated through this media outlet. Because as of right now, and that is the problem, there is no control that you can exercise because it is an international communication system. It's the very learning, the learning what came with the uh, internet yeah. is 20 years behind. Right. Or 50. We don't yeah. know. So yeah. we are much slower in learning than internet is evolving. Correct. And that, and I mean, like that is ultimately the same issue that we're looking at with AI and the development of AI. We don't even really know how to properly use the internet and how to do so in a safe fashion. Yet at the same rate, we're developing already the next steps to it. So I think society as a whole, because of our inability to really you know, see that concept transpiring right now and the change that it's causing, I think society as a whole is going to get to a much, much lower down point before um, there's going to be positive change. There needs to be, like, something needs to seriously break in terms of the, the social contract between humans before there's going to be an active drive to really change and impact what we're seeing right now. Hmm. And I think I think also I mean like look and 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 you're talking about moral rot. I mean like the next thing I can say at the same note is you can look at it from the point of view that in the '70s the moral rot started when money became worth nothing and was uh, uh, when when honest money that was backed by assets that were physically present became dishonest money and people can start gambling and printing and depreciating the value of currency. Like we all know money is the root of all evil. We all say it jokingly, but nobody ever really talks about it. You're talking about the disparity between the prices of what the CEO makes and what, <laughs> what a worker in the factory makes, right? For example, and I, I see it, I'm, I, I work in manufacturing, you work in manufacturing that, yeah, it's it's kind of messed up when you look at it. This is my guy on the floor that actually makes the stuff, but he is making fractional to what he's actually producing, right? Maybe it needs to go that like um, labor markets need to work more on a piecemeal uh, 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 way of payment where really like high productivity and output is rewarded so that a guy in a factory who makes 10 times as much as the person next to him gets 10 times as much fucking pay. Maybe that's the moral code. I don't know, but what I am what I am deadly certain about is that also the deterioration of mo of the monetary system that we're literally observing as we speak has part in part to do with this. Like I mean, like listen, like it's very simple. If you are, and this this is something that struck me very very hard when I was in South America and I did my little jungle trip. And I seen how much happier a society lives that has less. Yeah. Because they have less shit to worry about. Most of those people only worked three or four hours a day, went out in the jungle, got a little bit of food, went back in their hut, cooked their food, were happy for the day. 
They don't need to worry about no cell phone plan, no insurances, no fucking healthcare that you need to pay for. Like all the shit that we have to pay for in the first world is partially what is deteriorating us because that is putting a societal pressure on us to perform at all costs, at all necessity. And that is also what is breeding illegal activities at the end of the day. I'm sorry, but like, you know, if, 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 if my mom or my dad are dying and I don't have the fucking money to go in the pharmacy to get the cancer drug or to get a fucking insulin shot or whatever, guess what? I am going to rob that fucking store and I'm going to bring my parents the fucking medicine. I don't care. I would stay health insurance. Huh? <laughs> if, I, if I need to choose to have less right, right now. I would but say if, the health insurance, but I'm 100% with you. That, and, and that's the, the first thing I think. When I see CEOs earning what their employees are earning, yeah, of course, they have a lot to do all day to keep the whole thing running. Now, again, and a lot of I'm weight gonna... on their shoulders. I'm fine right. with that, but it's their job. Exactly. So you get paid for that shit. You get paid your yeah, million but, bucks a year. Yeah, but it's not. It shouldn't be their goal to earn two, five, ten, twenty, fifty, whatever million a year. To I do listen, man. Same, I first of all, the for, same job. First of all, explain to me from a logical perspective who makes that decision to pay him the fucking bonus, anyways. Oh, it's the, the uh, shareholders committee, oh, right? Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Do you in all honesty think there's a shareholder fucking committee that's swinging a gavel to say, I'm going to pay the CEO 20 something million dollars? Fuck no. They're investors. They want that 20 million. That CEO is deciding himself how much fucking of a bonus he's fucking signing. Hmm. Those people approve their own bonuses and they choose how that bonus is paid to them. But before they get the job. Well, before they get the job, it's the other fucking CEO that's being kicked out by the board of owners that then the board of owners is deciding, hey, this is the guy we want to hire. We're making him a contract proposal and it's great. An offer he can't refuse. Yeah, basically. I mean, like, listen, man, my buddy's my buddy's dad has been a CEO of multiple grocery store chains in, in Canada. Not going to need to say his name, but I've had some conversations with them. Ultimately, it's them themselves that decide, mm, I did really well this year, so I'm going to give myself this fucking bonus. And there's some douchey people that, yeah, they are part of the ownership. They are part of the board that approve it. But there is no such thing as an owner committee that's going to approve a freaking CEO's pay. They look at how much can they extract that year, what's left over in the budget, what can I take out without it making an impact. And if there's fucking $27 million left over at the end of the year, then it's $27 million that appears in their fucking bank account. That's the moral of the story. If you're high enough in the companies, you hold all the power and there's very little that like can be done to negate what you're doing. That's a harsh reality. Are you just is... giving all the bonus with 20 million? 
Well, again, like, like, listen, there are examples of, of CEOs that have refused to take bonuses like that mm -hmm. and said, no, I want that bonus to be divided amongst the employees that actually do the work. And they all go home with like a three or $4,000 bonus at the end of the year. There are companies that I know around here that, that give company-wide bonuses where even a janitor makes a $10,000 bonus There's, at the end of the year. I, it's a year ago, two years ago. And I saw like a short Instagram clip mm. and a few more. And the CEO of this company gave all his shares mm -hmm. to his employees. Mm -hmm. So he's just earning the, uh, yeah. His base salary. His base salary, whatever. Mm -hmm. And he got a car paid by all of his employees, his dream car. Was like Lamborghini or something. Yeah, probably like a Bugatti or some shit. Yeah, they just they just collected all the money and paid for him the car, and he right. was like super surprised, happy as fuck. Was like, that's a cool CEO. Well, He's I mean, okay, doing so, every day 10, 12 hours, right? Getting paid more than all the other employees. Of course, mm -hmm. he's the CEO. But he's sharing the wealth with all of them, right? Well, I mean, okay. So, so, so this is this is for example. Um, I don't uh, know the name of the company or or the. Uh, I've read I've read about this too. I, I believe I know that story actually. That was like a um, a smaller uh, a smaller IT company, I believe. It's like forty yep. or fifty employees or something like that. Anyways. Um, but the, the, I think, I think so, so, so I've worked, I've worked at some companies. I've heard, you know, my dad has worked at big companies. So, um, what I notice, and I think that's also some, to some degree, common knowledge is that typically most CEOs in this very, very big companies are psychopaths. Mm-hmm. By literally like there's been analysis yeah, of these people. Yeah. They're, they they literally are right so and the reason the reason why most commonly these people hold these kind of positions is because they are capable of making decisions that would ruin other people i'm not sure if you ever fired somebody in your life in your career i have not and 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 it takes it takes some guts to have somebody sitting down in front of you and you knowing Oh shit, you're, you're this is a life. dad, you know, he has a couple of kids, that income feeds that family. So if I'm firing this guy now, not just am I fucking his life, I'm also in return fucking other people, right? So if you're a CEO of a company that has several thousand or thousands of employees, and you have to make a call of like, fuck, I need to gut 20% of the company's employees. But if you are case, a like-minded, in that case, you're far more higher. Of course, you you don't you don't look like at those numbers, people, numbers right? On a notepad, right? Still, at the back of your head, you still know. Oh fuck! I let a thousand people go. That means four thousand people are now going without food. If you're saying, "Oh, that's a wife and two kids, and and their income is fucked yep. now," right? So, um, that kind of mentality. The reason why those people there are, or, or sorry, the reason why those people are in those positions is because typically, A, 
it is welcome that people hold those positions because you don't want them to be afflicted in their, uh, uh, you don't want them to be emotional in their decision-making progress, but you want them to be objective about the company, right? So that's number one. And number two, typically those people are more argumentative and they fight for promotions. They are those mm-hmm. kind of assholes that will not take no as an answer for promotion and they get themselves up there by means of their being argumentative. So what you end up getting is a person that technically by all good means and measures of society should not be in charge of those people. Very simply said, like I like my job as an ops manager because, and and my bosses like me as an ops manager because I go in there and I look at, I want to make sure my employees are safe. I want to make sure that they make, can meet, make their ends meet, feed their families, because then I know they are happy to come back to my workplace and be mm-hmm. here five days a week and make the shit I asked them to and do it with a smile. However, in big companies, you can't have that mentality because there are so many other factors that go with it. So ultimately, um, in order to fix societal problems like that, you already need more empathetic people being promoted into those positions. And I'm sorry to say it that way in the current market system. And especially what you're seeing in North America with capitalism, that doesn't happen because then an investor is going to look at me, for example, being promoted into a CEO. Well, why the fuck are you raising everybody's fucking wage by $5 an hour when I could get a higher dividend? Yep. And they want the higher dividend. And I would say to them, well, I'm raising their wage, so we're not losing employees and I don't have to waste my time on the employee turnover. And I can make sure that the people that come here are having a higher productivity. Now, I will say this from my working experience, that mentality actually works to increase productivity of companies. It actually works to make sure. It doesn't matter in the end. Correct. And in that regard, you're right. Company size doesn't matter. However, the current power structure that is in place in those companies are people from the 50s and 60s still, right? That is your CEOs. And people like you and I that are in their mid-30s that might have grown up with differential values and are seeing there's other ways that you can motivate a workplace. It is not our turn yet to become those or, or to fill those positions. Um, you, you said the church has some kind of moral code. Correct. And if you see the church, the Catholic church, especially as a big company. Right. Oh, they suffer from their own. Are they breaking their own moral codes? Of course they are. World's yes. biggest landowner. Yes. Making money, yeah. money, money. Mm-hmm. I listen, I don't disagree with you. And I think personally, I, I don't even want to say it on this podcast right now. And I don't want to make a comment about a religion because to me, it's, it's disrespectful to negatively comment about religions. However, there are, there, there is a reason why in Germany, in the 1500s, there was something called Protestant Reformation. 
there was a reason for that. And the reason was, is because the general populace realized that there is fuckery afoot with the Roman Catholic Church. So you have your answer in that already. What I was more so coming to is things like, you know, the Ten Commandments. That's what I and was trying to get to, right? Or like so moral codes of the Buddha next question. Or, right? What kind of group you would prefer to put some new moral codes into the society to teach them? Are there groups needed like Freemasons? Ooh, that's a very who that's a that's a really fucking loaded question. <laughs> how do we um, how do we succeed? in the end to so first of all first of all quite frankly this should not include any form of politician mm -hmm. and not a single person that is interested or has a social media following as far as i'm concerned mm -hmm. because any of these people will act in their own self-interest because that's inherent in the human species it's inherent that every person acts in their own you know, uh, uh, self-interest because that's guaranteeing our survival, whether that's on a social basis or out in nature, always the same shit. So really, uh, 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 to answer that, I would say that ha that would have to be a selection of high, of well-respected professors of very select few universities. And, and, and to, for the most part, I would say to you this, Out of that, you can exclude already every fucking university in North America. <laughs> right away, I But can tell how, you this: you can you, you can exclude them all. How would you? This has to do be. It. How would what's, you do it? Like first you... of all, first of all, this should be this should be a measure between intelligence quotient and. E, uh, EQ, emotional quotient. Yeah, the emotional quotient, yeah. It has to be a mixture of both IQ and EQ that establishes a new line of morals because if you're just basing it on EQ, you have uh, uh, what we're seeing in society now where we're trying to be super inclusive, forgoing the rights yeah, like of the many to soft. be, to be um, uh, uh, helpful to the view. Which is great as a, as a general tenant of society because you're trying to, to protect the weak. However, it is foregoing also the majority of the populace. I think that creates an extreme amount of conflict that we're also seeing in society right now because it is forced on society. Now, on the other hand, if you go with only IQ, then you're becoming too static of a of a, a, a society in terms of understanding the, the, the social aspect of human life. It won't work if you're just considering one or the other. And, and I think to find the right candidates for that, um, that's just a general, that, that, that's something where you have to basically look at the UN and you have to include Just about How do every you infuse society with this moral new moral code. We are as Freemasons, 300 mm -hmm. years now. Myself, well, I'm Freemason 13 years, yeah, nearly 15. 
um, it's like do good things, but don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. Just change yourself right. to a better right. self. Correct. Of yeah. 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 Change your past. Mm -hmm. That's it. And in the last 300 years, I would say we failed, right? We tr um, our main goal is no, no. For example, okay, I'm uh, no, 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 no. I highly disagree with you there because when the Freemasonry was established in 16, 16, late 1700, yeah, like late Officially. 1600s, right? Um, there were things like actual slavery going on in the United States, okay. Then you had a Declaration of Independence, which was written. You had a civil war. The main actors in that were all free Masons. Yeah, because it was on vogue. It was on huh? vogue. It was on vogue to be a Freemason. Right. Well, well, I, secret but, societies were all sure. Okay, fine. Mystery. But I'm still gonna say I don't think you failed. What you have to realize is you cannot force it on society first of all okay. it has to be accepted by society and society as a whole and this is where i was saying first we're gonna see a lot worse before it's gonna get better it needs to go to like this like if you want to go back in christianity and talk about it right it, it needs to be like a sodom and gomorrah kind of event where society really crumbles at its feet And humans have to come together and be like, well, this experiment failed. And they have to come together out of their own accord. So what you can do is, and I think the mentality there by Freemasons is right, to propose that system of internal self-development and put it out there that this is a tenant to live by. And, and what you'll see is, um, and this is this is this is one of my 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 most fondest memory of evolutionary psychology when I was taking it up a down, and that that was the monkey principle. You only need to convince ten percent of the population to adopt this new way of thinking, and the rest will follow. In that case, Freemasonry failed in the last two hundred years. It's the case because we hmm. were not able to convince our moral behavior, our self-development to being a better person. Right. To, but to but at the same... By the community, the society. Because we're not talking about it. Right. Because we don't want to say, look at me, I'm a Freemason, I'm a better right. person than you. Right. That, that's totally wrong. But so if I'm acting different like a half a year ago, one year ago, and my parents or my friends or my girlfriend yeah. is asking me, why are you doing this? I say, I'm a Freemason. I'm working on myself. I'm on some kind of self-development. Right. So it's like we have failed with that kind of behavior not talking about what we are doing we are 
nowadays we're accepted we're not the secret society ruling the world mm. anymore but with the the goal to push the whole society in a moral good way mm. we have failed well i i i, I want to say especially if you say that there needs to be some kind of sodom and gomorrah to build up again Well, I listen, I I am bringing that up and I'm saying this because when I look at history, it is humanity always is reactionary. Mm-hmm. We're never forward thinking enough like, you know, we we had that conversation about the Tesla battery before. It's great and all, you make this car great, but nobody thinks about how to recycle this fucking batteries when they're used after two to three years. Well, that's a pretty fucking big problem to solve now, isn't it? Especially mm-hmm. when you're pumping out fucking 100,000 of these vehicles yearly or more. I don't even know where the numbers are right now. But bottom line is, they didn't think about that at the beginning. They're now thinking about it now that it's becoming a problem. So at the same at the same rate, I, I brought up World War One chemical weapon use, and we followed with the Geneva Convention. Great. All is good. Humans need to have that societal upheaval. It's almost like, listen, like, look, yeah, uh, if you think about the the, 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 Rev- the French Revolution, same thing. It needed to go to the point where half of France is hungering to death, literally dying on the street, before those people had the gumption to stand up and say, fuck this monarchy, we're going to be self-ruling as a republic. Great. It took hundreds of years of monarchies before people rose up. So for us to expect to say, oh, fuck, you know, in the last 30 years, we're watching how society is is, is degrading or degenerating into an, 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 uh, whatever this is right now that we're living in, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to to. To, to expect that we're now going to understand and see this trend and react to it in 50 years or less, that's crazy thinking. The only way we're going to react to it is if it, the change is so fast that we're losing out and it's going to cause significant upheaval globally. And, and I mean, like, that's the other thing too is like, You know, like with the onset of social media, you've seen it too, the Arab revolution, right? In Egypt. Those things were unthinkable in the in the Middle East beforehand. And now that's becoming a thing, right? And that 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 is 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 stuff that we only like you and I, we're only looking at this on the span of our life. And we're thinking, oh shit, like what a crazy development, right? But you have to look at it more so on a, on a human timeline, right? Like the changes that we're in, experiencing socially, not just socially, but also technologically. Like in the last hundred years, it's nuthouse. Yep. We, went from, we went from being in a chariot on the road with a pickaxe in a freaking mine to having robots and AI. Yeah. So the, the whole... Yeah, the internet and 
is boosting the necessary social development in a way that we as a human being can't follow. Correct. It's well, it's maybe maybe more maybe faster than than we can. I wanna I wanna I wanna add to this the factor of the 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 sudden population growth that we've also experienced since 1900, right? 1900, we had 1.6 billion people on the planet. And now we're going to 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In a hundred years. So for every, like back in the day, for every 1.6 people that might have to have inter interactions with each other, or say for every two that had to have an interaction with each other, you now happen to have an interaction with 10. That in and itself is going to create social unrest one way or another. And that's an unescapable part of the equation that has to be addressed, right? And, and, and similarly speaking, um, you know, the overpopulation issue is not so much an issue in the first world anymore that's causing social upheaval. But on, on the other hand, and this is what I brought up earlier when I was in South America, we, we filled the the population problem as a as a as a societal problem in north america and europe or, or the the first world uh we filled that with our first world problems which are you know i can't pay for my phone subscription i can't pay yeah. for my internet i have to fucking buy the newest car i have to buy the newest shoes i have to look the spottiest so i'm someone in this like stupid society like you know but ultimately speaking, I, I think, like I said, society is going to go a hell of a lot worse. And I think we are poised for another French revolution, I want to say. And, 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 and maybe but that in a, kind in of a more moral way. Well, I think I think what the next the next revolution, what it's going to go around is is to I identify in the first world, at least what our life consists of. And, and I think this frustration really also got a lot worse because of COVID because people are now looking at it and being like, ah, shit, I spend a year and a half home. Government's paid for me living. Um, I actually don't like this nine to five shit five days a week. And it feels very unfulfilling in life. So I think um, this, this revolution that needs to happen and that will happen on a social perspective is also going to tie into spirituality. And I think that is really what is lost on our society right now and why things are getting so bad. Mm -hmm. People are not in touch with their own beliefs, much less have actually properly developed spiritual beliefs. And whether or not whether or not you're part of a religion doesn't matter. It has to do with your own, like your own perception of a soul, right? And your own perception of yourself. And and I think the reason why things are so bad right now is because people don't look at themselves in a way of like, I'm a human. Like you brought it up before. If you work for a huge company, you're just a fucking number. And the fact yeah. that you get treated as such, that degrades your self-worth. And when that's gone, then you are acting without remorse. But all my bosses, right? 
till today. Yeah. They are all like, know yourself, know your borders. Yeah. And if you need some break, do it. Right. That, I'm lucky for that. Right. And I think this this phrase, know yourself, also in a spiritual mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. also some kind of Freemason thing. Know yourself. Yeah. Get aware uh, of yourself. Yeah. Uh, I mean, thing. like... It's, it's not like clicking on the next TikTok video and try to become the actor there or yeah well, well again again this is exactly what i mean right we're, we're living in the society with like influencers that have hundreds and thousands of followers and you subscribe to them and you follow their shit ultimately you're just recreating somebody else's life most people do not understand how to create their own life anymore and yep. that in and itself is such a depressing fact and like even myself i feel it when i'm like leaving work and i come home and i'm like well what the fuck do i do now right and are you writing down all my f-bombs <laughs> in an no. attempt to cut them okay good i was like you keep you no keep it's, like an, taking it's like an notes. explicit yeah 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 this is gonna be a bad one but but ultimately, no, we, we, we're evolving to a moral compass podcast. Well, I mean, like, listen, like, I, I think I, I, I really think like people like need to make some spiritual uh, 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 experiences and, and, and understand themselves. And that thing, like you said, even that, like, uh, until I went to South America and I had my little like moments down there where I connected and I become visibly a better human being since i'm not going to disregard it i'm calmer i'm less prone to aggression I'm, I'm i'm less fucking road ragey well no i live in brampton i still have lots of road rage because people <laughs> don't know how to drive but in in general terms right people tell me i smile much more i'm a happier person you can tell when i'm walking around like until i'd done that i would have never imagined myself at work taking a personal day because I'm like mentally distraught about something. Right. And I do that now mm -hmm. when it's necessary. I'm like, fuck this. I'm not going to work today. I feel like crap. And I, ultimately if I'm feeling like crap, I'm just going to let it out on my employees and that's not healthy for the workplace. Yep. So, you know, I, I tend not to do this. So, um, and I think, like I said, um, we grew up in East Germany. There was not much religion, but I think that some spiritual teachings for people, some meditation, some self-reflection is the way to start a positive shift. And again, those are decisions that come from within and, and, and going back to your statement with the Freemasons, it's not something you advertise because it takes away from that self-improvement path so it is something that society i believe is gonna realize themselves however how fast that's happening again you can't you, you can't push that and and to say freemasons failed because in 300 years you haven't made an impact that's also crazy to say because we've went through such drastic change from when 
Freemasonry was established to what we're seeing now in society. It, you, you, you can't compare that. Yeah, but that's what I'm concerned. The Freemason way could be too slow for the evolving no, society no. right now. But I think you had perfect closing words. Oh, yeah? What was mm -hmm. that? Oh, my, my little rant just now? Yeah. Is, yeah, I mean, like, listen, man. People just need to realize for themselves. The hum, hum, man, human, like, we all are our biggest. We own in our own selves. We are all our biggest enemy. De, den inneren Schweinehund über, zu, 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 wie sagt man? Überwinden. Zu, über, überwinden oder And zu now in English. Uh, uh, sorry, your, oh God. Um, how to overcome your personal ego is the hardest thing because it is, and again, like it. It's against you. And correct. It's, it's like this whole problem of societal rot of the writer's strike and all of this shenanigans is these people are complaining about their external problems, but not addressing where that external problem is coming from. If you're unhappy with what they pay you, well, guess what? Become your own writer, become your own publisher and make it. Ultimately, it's your own core problem. Yeah. Uh huh. Because if they all quit, if they all quit and they don't have no writers and they don't have creative AI, well, guess what? The industry is killing itself in the short run, and they'll go back to hiring human writers when they realize. In the interim, it's gonna be shit. But that's my point. Like I said to many, like look, I said it to other employees already in the past that I've dealt with that wanted to quit and told me so every single goddamn day. I hate this job. I don't want to work quit. here anymore. Then I say to them too, well, why do you keep telling me, but you show up every day, 10 minutes before work, you clock in, you do an hour of overtime, and at the end of the day, you go home. If it pisses you off that much, quit. Find a better job. I've done it many times. Many times in my career when my boss has pissed me off too much, And I had enough of that place and I felt like I was underappreciated and undervalued. I said to them, fuck you. Here's my two weeks notice. I already have another job lined up. Done. And that's the core problem in, the, in, 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 in itself. Unless people realize that like we might be, you and I, or people like you and I might be the forerunners in saying society has gone to shit. Other people might still like what's going on and say, nah, it's not that bad yet. And it first needs to be those people that come to their senses and be like, oh, well, you know, this is really not that good. And we should, we <laughs> ought to change it a little bit, you know, and that time is going to come. And to be honest, like I'm seeing it in France, I'm seeing it in Denmark, I'm seeing it in Germany, I'm seeing it in the States, I'm seeing it in Canada, man. I've never seen so many demonstrations when I was young. Yeah, and there will be no change from the top. No, hell no. It's again This, bottom the up. The change that needs to come is bottom up, just like I said with the French Revolution. That was a bottom up change that didn't come from the top. Yep. Same thing, the, the founding of the United States that came from the bottom. And it's going to happen again. 
Unfortunately, I'm going to be very realistic. I don't think that it's really going to start in countries that are in the first world. I think, quite personally, the kind of revolution we're going to start seeing is going to come out of countries like China. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Could be a last words. <laughs> no, I don't care. Well, about the Chinese, I don't care. But uh, religions, I will not insult. But the Chinese communist government, I will insult and I don't care. Yeah, I, I, I might not make it to the wedding after all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This was a good one. This is a good moral yep. discussion. I like this. Uh, uh, so to we- all our viewers... I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. My closing words, another crazy prediction for the future for Rob. Uh, thanks for listening in. And uh, pa- uh, as per Patrick and how he often says, it, visit our Patreon. Maybe somebody wants to support us and I stop paying for all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the booking on my credit cards, by the way. Thank you all out there. And here the next time, Rob. And the audience too. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thank you.